Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hey, Michael. What story do you have today? Michael, here's one from professional storyteller Beth Horner, who is performing at the Boca Library this coming Saturday, March 25th. This is a story about a town like so many towns all around that grew till it was bursting at the seams. This is a story of my hometown that went one way, then turned around and said, show me a better way to be. And this is a story about a song, written song, came along and totally changed the scene. Oh, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. I grew up in the town of Columbia, Missouri, which is smack dab in the middle of the continental United States. And when my parents bought a farm in 1946, just outside of Columbia in Boone County, the town of Columbia had a population of about 20,000 people with one hotel, one restaurant open in the evenings. And if you're going to have a baby, you had your choice of one and only one doctor. Now, the, all the area around Columbia, beautiful rolling hills dotted with little family farms and surrounded by beautiful creeks, streams, and gorgeous rivers. But over the next 40 years, well, the University of Missouri, located there, grew and grew till it brought in lots of people and industry was brought in. So by the mid-1980s, with a population of over 70,000 people, all those rolling hills no longer had family farms, but they were dotted with hotels, motels, shopping malls, housing subdivisions, restaurants from Texans to Taiwanese and three huge hospital complexes with hundreds and hundreds of doctors. Oh, prosperity came to town. Low unemployment came to town. And one other thing came to town as a byproduct of all that industry and population growth. I'm speaking of sewage. We all know sewage happens. We hope somebody's taking care of it. And sure enough, in the mid-1980s, the civil engineers and the city manager noticed, ooh, the local sewage treatment system just was beyond its capacity. Dead fish started showing up in local streams. The scene did not look good. So very quietly, one night, they convinced the city council, which voted six to one, to take care of the problem by building a pipeline. A pipeline six feet in diameter, miles and miles long, so they could take the city's sewage, pipe it right out of town, and dump it directly into the Missouri River, which was legal at the time. But what they didn't know is that smack dab in the middle of town, there lived a toothless songwriter. A toothless songwriter. He noticed a little notice in the local newspaper about this pipeline being built, and he didn't like it. He got irritated. 
wrote a song, drove it in the middle of the night up to the listener-supported radio station KOPN, and the next morning, people all over Columbia woke up to Jerome Wheeler's very distinctive voice coming out of their radio in a song, the chorus of which went like this. Columbia's got a sewer to the ocean full of do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yup, Columbia's got a sewer to the ocean full of do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And thus began a very colorful song, which galvanized a very colorful community and began a very colorful story of the journey of one city's population attempt to fight City Hall become victorious, and build a brand new, innovative, unheard of until then, sewage treatment system and to change the town's environmental policy, all because of a toothless songwriter. Professional storyteller on auto harp, Beth Horner with a story about how effective a song can be. Yeah, Michael, uh, this series that I am hosting, the professional storytellers at the Boca Library this year, has the theme of activism. And this particular story, The Pipeline Blues, this story is a perfect example of arts activism. This one toothless songwriter has changed history. Here's how she describes Pipeline Blues. One man's song that galvanized a community, a story of citizen triumph that actually makes the subject of sewage entertaining. She's one of my favorite storytellers. Well, tell me more about her. She has been touring as a storyteller and teaching artist for nearly four decades. She tells also in the show next Saturday a Civil War story called The Silver Spurs, and that inspired songwriters at Dollywood's first Lyrics and Love Conference. So she was there, and she performed Pipeline Blues, the story she just told a little bit of, for NASA and also for live from National Grid Geographic. So she really has her has her background and her experience, and she is just a delight. Beth Horner is coming to town. When is her appearance? Saturday, March 25th at 4 p.m. at the downtown branch of the Boca Raton Public Library, 400 Northwest 2nd Avenue. For more information, go to Boca library.org. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have a South Florida story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you? Just send me an email to cneil at fau.edu. That's C-N as in Nancy, E-I-L-E at fau.edu. And I will send you the directions. Contact information is also available at our website at wlrn.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.